Welcome to Super You, where we look at how you can discover your inner superpowers so that you can become a super version of you. My name is Mitesh Gondalika, personal development life coach, and I am dedicated to help people connect their dreams and their passions within their everyday life. So sit back, get a cup of tea, and get ready to find your super you. Today, we are joined by a very special guest, singer, songwriter, Daniel Mark. Um, and today we're just going to be having a discussion in regards to if you are trapped in your job and how you can tell. So, how are you, Daniel? Yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah. happy to be on this podcast. I've never <laughs> done it before, so it's exciting for me. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Um, well, what I'd like to do is let's jump straight into it, because um, I know that you've got a lot of experience especially with some things that you've recently been through well we've both kind of been through mm. um and just to sort of share a few th- few things in terms of how how this all comes about so if you were speaking to people and you're talking about being trapped in the current job that you're in how do you think people would feel and how would they know um it's a it's a sucky feeling i mean <laughs> if if you know that you're trapped in it um and how do you know i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of indicators and it really depends on where you are at the time mm-hmm. um, I think for me you know in my last job um, I, I quite enjoyed that job um, yeah. but I would say there was a point where I started feeling like I dreaded the work week okay every Sunday I'd refuse to go to bed early because that means that Monday would come so <laughs> so, so I was literally it's like you're living for the weekend so each week you're just like okay two more days one more day it's Friday. Okay. You know what I mean? And, okay. and, and that's, that's, that's one indication I think that definitely okay. you're not Do you happy. feel like you're trying to, trying to like make the most of every single minute that you have of that weekend because Absolutely. you don't want that Sunday to come, right? Absolutely. And when you think about it, I mean, five days of your week, you're unhappy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Very, very true. Okay. And do you feel that there's any other things that people could be um, going through or thinking of what during their working week in terms of the job that they're in um, what sort of indicators could there be during work um, I guess you have to look at why you want the job okay you know or what it is that you want to do in life because if the job doesn't suit that mm-hmm. you know if it doesn't suit your dream if it doesn't suit your passion um, or perhaps not even that it doesn't even suit it. It, it hinders your dream. You know, it, it makes it very hard for you to chase what you're doing. Yeah. That's a sign that maybe, you know, maybe it's time to leave it. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I think for me, you know, as a singer songwriter, as a musician, the job I was in was, it was good, mm-hmm. but it wasn't suiting my music career. I felt like I was having to sacrifice so much yeah. to be able to just practice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. That's very, very true. I think sometimes when you look at look at what you're actually doing within your normal day to day and you think about what it is that you're trying to achieve during the end of your week. Like people work because they need money, right? Mm. And then you always look at what is it that you want to, to do within that job that you have. Um but it comes down more importantly now that if if people are feeling like they're not enjoying their work if mm. people are feeling like they're living for the weekend mm. um like there's one thing there's one thing that i absolutely love like where's fun mm. so where is fun you can you can be at work right fun to some people fun isn't here like fun isn't at work fun is the weekend 
Mm. And if your weekend is always where fun is, that's where you're chasing towards. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, but let's just say you were stuck in it. Mm-hmm. Do you have to stay there? Um. No, I mean, <laughs> it really, you know, I would imagine some people find this question hard mm-hmm. because I feel like, and I, I, I was definitely trapped in limiting beliefs before. Yeah. You know, I've, I think I've grown up, um, you know, in environments where safety is preached. Okay. You know, always have something lined up, mm-hmm. always have something prepared. And sometimes in, I, I've learned now that life is not predictable and as prepared yeah. as you are yeah. or as you think you are, life can come and send a hurricane <laughs> to mess it all up and literally, Quite literally. send a hurricane. <laughs> I mean, I've been through hurricanes. <laughs> so I know, and, and metaphorical hurricanes and literal hurricanes to literally let you know that, okay, you know what I mean? You are never secure. Yeah. So why live a life where you're unhappy but you just know you're secure? Yeah. When, again, as secure as you may be, the hurricane may still come. Yeah mess it up for you no it's true i think another part to it is well just to sort of build on your hurricane analogy (laughs) is that when you are in these sort of situations i think you have to um practice a lot of flexibility Mm. so there's a really there's amazing analogy that i heard quite recently is about how a hurricane can knock down an oak tree but it can't bend it can't take out a grain of i mean a blade of grass out the floor Wow. The reason that it doesn't is because the blade of glass is flexible, right? Mm. Hurricane will just go over it, and the glass is just and it's oh, gone, wow. right? Yeah. But if the oak tree is as mighty and as tall as it is, like it's got a lot behind it, but it's stubborn and it's staying exactly where it is, and the hurricane just comes and takes it straight out. Oh my god! You see, I love that. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to um, practice a little bit of flexibility um, in terms of what it is that you do as well. But also, I think it comes down to why people are there hmm. you see it, it could be that maybe they don't know what it is that they want to do with their lives mm-hmm. it could just be a, a passive source of income yeah. with other people it could be a a stepping stone to get to where it is that they want to be you I see they maybe so. climb up the ladder or get into a new industry yeah. um and maybe more so for for yourself is that this is something that you're doing just for a financial thing to keep you above board whilst you're focusing on your main dream absolutely all right i mean if if i didn't have the job i wouldn't have been able to pay for the studio time to record (laughs) money for my happiness i wouldn't have been able to put music out because i just wouldn't have had the money yeah i mean not that's that's not necessarily true by the way so don't think you know i don't want anybody at home to think (laughs) that you have to work a boring nine-to-five job to get money because obviously you could busk and you can make money from music and these are things i'd love to do as well but yeah you know mm-hmm. for where i was in my life emotionally and what i felt like i was able to do mm-hmm. it definitely was suitable for that time brilliant yeah brilliant yeah. brilliant okay cool um uh, well before we move on to our final part of this um section is i want to let's take a bit of a little bit of a break um mm-hmm. grab some water and then we'll come back okay sound good yeah all right brilliant hey guys hope you're enjoying the podcast so far Um, We've covered some very interesting points and this topic of being stuck in a job is very close to me. So I'm really looking forward to sharing the next parts of this podcast with you in terms of how to get out of this position and what to do next. And at the end, there's going to be a bit of a section where you can give some feedback. Um, So without further ado, enjoy. Right, welcome back. Feel a bit more refreshed? 
Yeah. Water and parched. So we've let's just recap. So what yeah. we've touched upon is how people can I firstly identify mm-hmm. in terms of how they feel if they are trapped within the job, the whole yeah. sort of living for the weekend, um not enjoying your time and just waiting to find your your happiness somewhere else mm-hmm. besides where it is. Um then we looked at do you have to stay in it? Mm-hmm. What what's the purpose behind you actually being in your role? Is it a stepping stone? Is it something that you do on the side, or is it somewhere we actually want to make a valid difference yeah. within within what you do? Like, I think it's really about, like you said, getting clear on why why you're in the job. Yeah, Cause it might serve you. Because some people that I've worked with in the past have have absolutely loved their jobs because mm. because they, they know they go into work they're good at what they do and they yeah. can really make a difference within the business that mm-hmm. they're in. Yeah, and and like out of greatest respect well done yeah. <laughs> like you found yeah. you found what your purpose is you found yeah. out what makes you happy yeah um and i think for i think for both of us for me and you we both have like our own experiences like of good work bad work jobs that we've enjoyed like places that we haven't um and we sort of found our way of getting out of it mm. or, and going to where we want to yeah um definitely. but just speaking more so from your own personal experience what sort of things have you done to get yourself out of out of these sort of jobs that you're stuck in in terms mm-hmm. of getting to where you wanted to oh my god spotlight <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> well i think the first thing it's funny because in my last job mm-hmm. i and funny story guys so mitesh and i used to work <laughs> together in the same company and we both left the same company yeah so this is interesting but um i think i it's interesting because i i kind of sometimes felt like you know do i want to stay here do i want to leave and i was kind of in between yeah and the job itself was good like i had no issues with the job mm-hmm. the pay was good i liked working with the people yeah. things were fine but sometimes in life you do you you change you yeah. know and something that was good for you no longer feels right for you mm-hmm. and it may be because for me for example i was moving more to music you yeah. know i was really feeling eager about putting stuff out performing more and i was seeing how there was such a conflict of being able to do that mm-hmm. and so that, that that was something that started to indicate to me okay you know, I'm finding this hard, and yeah. and I think because I, you know, sometimes I would travel for work, and yeah. that would impact my time a lot more, and okay. so I couldn't do my warm ups. I couldn't, you know, I mm. just didn't have a routine. You're constantly moving around and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, oftentimes it, I've noticed that it tends to be things that stop you from leaving. So it's not even a struggle of you know us getting out of it. It's more you know what's stopping you yeah. from getting out of it. It's yeah, like yeah, if we yeah. remove the blocks, we would just get out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, you know, in this case, um, um, it kind of happened naturally through a transition. Mm. Um, I didn't quite choose to leave. I was made redundant, mm-hmm. but um, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So I've definitely stayed very positive about it. Okay. And, and just let it be an opportunity to grow because in life you will work in companies and you may be let go and, and it's normal. Yeah, no, of it's course. part of it. I think like from um from a, a a different perspective, like I love that. I love your your mm. your way of seeing how as a person you went into an industry where you started growing. Yeah. And and these sort of things is like this is amazing that you yeah. did that you you found a way that you can channel your energy into what you really wanted to do and you also understood and you took the time to understand maybe this isn't what i wanted to do do you see what i mean like i love the fact that you grew um but i think as well for for most people it's like making that change is is going to be so incredibly scary for people Mm. i think about you you go into work right i i I was speaking to a few people earlier um Mm. in terms of why they enjoy their jobs right it was firstly it's somewhere they gave them purpose Mm -hmm. and they actually loved coming to work to do something that they enjoyed 
Um, but then the second thing was people. Because that's that's what it is. Every industry you work in, the reason that you go into work and the reason that you enjoy it, well, usually you enjoy it, is because the people that you work with, right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. around you is your friend. You spend eight to eight and a half hours of your day with them. You spend more time with them than you do with your family, your partner, mm-hmm. your friends, anyone, right? Yeah, it's true. So it's like a little family. Yeah. And to break that, yeah, and to go somewhere else is an incredibly scary feeling. You're saying kind of like jumping off what you know, like your comfort zone. You're jumping out of that into something incredibly different that you've never experienced before. You see, and to feel fear is normal. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I remember when me and you spoke about this earlier in terms of where we were now going to in terms of approaching life in, in a different perspective is that we look at fear in a in a different way. And I love how you talk about how fear is. I'll let you sort of explain it, but where fear is and how you can you can use it. Well, I think that fear, I mean, as you said, fear is normal. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Fear is a natural instinct just to protect us. Yeah. And I think we often see it as a negative thing and a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. And I think fear is not, you know, any nothing's negative in mm-hmm. my opinion. Nothing's positive, nothing's negative. That's the association that we give to it. Yeah. But I think fear, again, it's just to protect you. It helps you keep your wits about you, be more cautious in making decisions. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you need to not make that decision. Yeah. It just means that you'll plan it a little bit better than just maybe diving 100% because maybe you're not emotionally ready to dive 100% and maybe you are at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but that's why I think, I think there's a book or it might be a quote and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway yeah. you know don't yeah, ignore yeah. the fear feel the fear allow it to teach you what it needs to teach you yeah. about yourself because it's exposing things to yourself about what you're afraid of and why you're afraid of that yeah and then from true. that point do it anyway though you know <laughs> you don't have to let it go <laughs> yeah 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 no, i actually love that i love that see it because you sort of take fear as like you imagine it as a, as a body mm. and it's there with you right it's a part of you as you're it, doing yeah things. yeah mean, psychologists will talk from you know um, certain types of psychology they'll mm. talk about parts of you different parts of you yeah. and it's like that fearful part and it is like you know maybe a, a, a younger version of you that you do carry around and you do become mm. you know when you're when you're triggered by this kind of thing yeah very true I like yeah. that I like that I think something key as well for me has been like finances do you mm-hmm. know what I mean commitments and responsibility it's hard I mean if you've got kids yeah. it's not that easy to just yeah very true jump and do very, it very true i'm fortunate right now that you know i don't have such responsibilities yeah but if i did i wonder obviously i was made redundant so it's different mm-hmm. but you know if i had a choice you know would i just actively jump because look at it this way i didn't quite actively jump yeah even when i didn't have the responsibilities yeah you know and i think uh, confidence yeah you know, very true i felt like will i get another job mm-hmm. will i get a job that's right for me yeah. Maybe I should stay in this. So confidence in myself, which again that relates to the fear. Yeah, that's fear true. Of what I'll get next. I think like th- I love that. Like I think the like just from 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 me from like a coaching perspective, mm-hmm. I think you have to firstly find out what it is that is that's holding you back, and you have to really sort of look look down deep inside of you what's actually causing those fears. Yeah. It, it could be that you live in a place of um security the whole of your life and you've always needed the financial backing to continue doing what you needed to do you may have responsibilities um or you may just be scared of what people think if you didn't succeed mm. right people are incredibly That's scared true. of failure and it amazes oh, me terrified of failure <laughs> yeah but it but it amazes me like you people are, who are scared of, scared of failure it's it's like they look 
at themselves of thinking like I've lost mm. but like to me I think of always approaching it as a an opportunity to learn from failure right yeah um but sorry yeah but to, to come back from a coaching perspective I think the first thing that you need to firstly look at is what it is that's causing it like deep down inside of you and then coming up with an action of what you're going to do to overcome it mm-hmm. now find out what works for you like the way for you to try and overcome stuff even by taking your first step is very individual to every single person like what may work for me may not work for you what works for you may not work for me um but as soon as you've identified what step it is that you want to take set up a plan of how you're going to do it um and one thing that i found incredibly useful just as a a tool to use is like find an accountability buddy Mm. it could be anyone anybody at all it could be friend family brother sister partner whoever um and tell them what you're going to do yeah because once you're accountable to them now you're going to start feeling that panic monster in the back of your head when it comes to that friday and they're saying to you so how's it gone you see having a look at somebody that you can speak to in terms of creating a plan and Mm. who you're accountable to and that way you can stop overcoming these sort of obstacles yourself i want to share something as well actually um that was like an accountability buddy yeah but it wasn't quite and i found it quite amazing um last year i i met somebody who was very influential he Mm. was a movie director and he was just he's super you know spiritual and he's very much you know working himself to really go out there put himself out there and go through those challenges and he said to me he kind of gave me challenges he kind of told me oh my god you know do that and he he was kind of like a life coach to me almost okay and he one of the things that he said to me was okay what's your intention okay what are you going to do now what what are you going to do next and i felt on the spot like okay um i'm gonna do this okay. and he's like okay good now i want you to go on facebook and i want you to tell facebook that that's what you're going to do <laughs> and i was like oh my god i don't want to tell facebook anything yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and um and he said you know the reason is because then you'll do it because you know you're accountable to you know not even anybody that's signed up to being an accountability buddy yeah but that's enough accountability to yeah. make you do it i mean you've told everyone on facebook this is what you're going to do imagine i said i mean i, I actually used that trick when i was going to release money can buy me happiness i put out the message saying okay i'm dropping a single okay on this date <laughs> okay. and every day kind of posting up to it you know three more days <laughs> till money can buy me happiness is out but I hadn't recorded the song yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to just give myself a hard deadline because the okay. longer that I didn't, I was just procrastinating. And so, you know, that made me accountable. And I got it recorded in time. I quickly did like an unofficial video, but yeah. like I wanted to put just something together just for fun. And yeah, and there you go. I released it. Brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to end it there. But Daniel, thank you very, very much for coming down and just sort of sharing your points, which is incredibly, incredibly valuable. Yeah. Um, and until the next one. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you have any comments, any feedback, you want to share some things that you've learned, some other topics that you'd like me to discuss in the future, and wherever you're listening to this on any social media channel that you have, please leave some feedback, drop me a message, um, and let me know what you thought.